and welcome to the Common Good Podcast, the podcast that celebrates the very best of Glasgow Caledonian University and how the institution, its staff and its research benefits people and communities, both at home and overseas. My name is Craig Telfer and today I am joined by two of our full-time officers from the GCU Students Association to talk about how the university is marking Black History Month. Returning to the show, it's Vice President for the School of Health and Life Sciences, it's Tabitha Nayariki. Tabitha, great to see you again. It's always good to be on the Common Good Podcast, Craig. Thanks for having me. Brilliant, great to have you back. And making our debut on this podcast is the Vice President of the School for Business and Society. It's Priscilla Otuagoma. Priscilla, thank you very much for appearing today. Thank you for having me, Craig. I'm happy to be here. Now, Tabitha, you and I first spoke a year ago. We recorded a show about Black History Month in 2020. And for any of our listeners who might have missed that episode, what is Black History Month? Well, I can't believe a year has gone by so fast, oh, you know. No. But yeah, so Black History Month basically is always happens in October in the UK and it's February in the US. But focusing on the UK because we are here. Black History Month is a month that's used to commemorate Black history in whatever form, so that could be Black excellence, you know, some of the things we went to as a Black community, but it's just a month to celebrate where we've come from, what's happening, and where we're moving forward to. Why is it important that we celebrate Black History Month? I think it's important because it, it's a time to reflect, mostly, just to sit down and think about the progress we've made, what progress we haven't made yet, what we need to change, and what good things are happening for the Black community at the moment. So I think it's very important just to mark it. Though a month is not nearly enough, but I think it's good that we have a month to do it. How important is Black History Month to you both? Black History Month is really important. Like um, Tabitha said earlier, is a time to reflect, is a time to um, just check on the successes and the struggles of the Black people. As, as a Black person myself, I, I feel like it's just a month that Every month should be a month for us to reflect, but Black History Month itself just makes you sit down, think of everything, all the history of all the Black people, what they have done, what they have achieved, and what's left to be achieved. So it, it really is important for everyone. I think Black History Month for me is a time to celebrate and celebrate the, the strengths we've made as, as Black people, and just to sit down and think about the struggles we've had to go through, the struggles we're still having to go through, and just also to celebrate you know, the unity we formed and what we're doing at the moment to make sure that we're not a forgotten race. So with that in mind then, could you tell me about the ways that GCU is marking Black History Month? Yeah, so there's lots of ways we're doing it this this year. And one of our coming campaigns that is has now become a highlight of Black History Month is Wear Red Day. So we're doing the show Races in the Red Card Day, which will be on October 22nd, where we all wear red and we pledge to show, show Races in the Red to show and we pledge to show races in the red card. That's so hard to say sometimes, you know, when you say when you say it in one word. But yeah, so we'll be working again with our sports teams, our societies, we're working with the university as well. And this year we're also also featuring our university court. So members of our university court are joining us in the day to commemorate. So we are going from the highest level of the university to the lowest level of the university in commemorating this day. We're also looking for the first time to have an issue of the edit. And for those who don't know who the, what the edit is, it's our student magazine. So the edit is going to remove its first ever Black History Month issue. And we'll just be featuring Black voices within our community, stories. And it's gonna be fantastic to see. I've, I've not yet seen the content, so I'm excited to see what will be the outcome of it all, but excited for us to actually have that for the first time. It must be great to have the university right from the very top of the executive level, all the way down to the student body, all taking part in an event like this. 
it's fantastic. It shows our commitment to tackling racism as an institution. You know, it shows that they're taking serious what we've been talking about since, you know, the report came out in 2019 about our higher education and racism. So it's fantastic to see that it's no longer just an issue that's being fought by Black students or Black staff members, but it's also being taken seriously by the institution. Priscilla, how can students and staff get involved with these events then? Yeah, uh, just like um, Tabisa said the other time, I mean, the university is already showing interest, which is very good. I was talking to some people sometimes ago and we were saying that um, it's not just enough for people at the bottom to, you know, I mean, people that are that are under, underneath or people that are students or those that are employees alone to learn about tackling racism. I mean, if it's just those people that knows about racism and all of that, it's not enough. But when it comes from the top, when people, when the managers and people at the top learn about it, they just easily reflect it on all of their employees or all of their students. And that's what makes it important for, you know, both students and the staff and the whole of the university to know about it. When it's done, you know, it's very easy for the community to also you know, be a part of it and everyone just stops racism and all of that. Is there any scope for this to go beyond the month of October? We know October is Black History Month, but any scope to expand it? Yeah, definitely. I think um, the university, and I think we featured this in our last conversation last year, we were working out on the recommendations for tackling racism on campus mm-hmm. and there's work that's being done throughout the year and it's currently still being done. And this is beyond the scope of Black History Month. We're seeing our schools, uh, taking up the initiative to have EDI, so equality, diversity, and inclusiveness within their own departments. So we are seeing departments taking on decolonizing the curriculum, taking on uh, racism training, you know, working on campaigns. So it's, the scope is wider than the month. I think the month is just a good time to sit back and think, how far have we actually going from last year? Have we actually done anything that makes sense? What have we not done? Where are we behind on this? So yes, there's so much happening actually within the university in terms of EDI and tackling racism. So definitely a big scope outside October. What do you think of the progress that Glasgow Caledonia University has made over the last 12 months in trying to eradicate racism from its campuses? Well, there's a lot that's happened. And um, for one, there was a pledge from the executive board to tackle racism. So that was a visual pledge that they did online. And they were able to sign that they will take upon the task to tackle racism. So I think that was the biggest step because it showed that our leadership is ready to actually you know, take this issue seriously. Also work within the organization to, to work on the recommendations that were placed. So we are seeing departments actually now looking to diversify their hires and employing more persons of color to work for the institution. We are seeing our, our schools and departments working on decolonizing the curriculum and actually taking it seriously and starting working groups so that's good to see. We're seeing it added to one of our QAA themes for this year. Tackling racism is one of our themes this year and working with the university and the QAA to actually tackle our institutional racism. So there has been a lot that's happened. I think some of it is in the background, so people don't see it, but there is lots that's happening. What do you think about that, Priscilla? Do you agree with what Tabitha is saying? Yeah, I agree with Tabitha a lot. And um, also, um, I think there's some things that are also going on. There are some plans that are going on that went on over the past 12 months of how, you know, there will be flyers and everything pasted, even in offices and um, even in the classes for people to see it as soon as you're going everywhere, you're seeing it. And then it's registered in your subconscious for you to tackle racism, both as students and staff. 
Now, Tabitha, when we recorded our podcast 12 months ago, I described last year's Black History Month as one of the most important since its inception. And you corrected me and said all Black History Months are important, but it came in the wake of the killing of George Floyd and the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement. We've spoken about the changes on the Glasgow Caledonia University campuses, but what about changes wider than that in, in culture and society? Have, have you seen any changes over the last 12 months? Yes and no. Yes, in the sense that I think a lot of people have made that change, particularly when I'm on social media. So I'm quite big on social media. You see a lot of people questioning what they've done in the past. You know, you've seen some organizations actually admitting that they have issues within their systems that need to change. So there has been some change. However, I feel like sometimes in this world, there's a hype and then the hype dies down <laughs> once it's no longer a hashtag, once it's no longer on, on, on your page. So Though there has been change, I don't think not nearly enough has happened since 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 George Floyd. I think also lockdown played a big part of, you know, people didn't have much to do. We we're all locked in our houses. So I think it, it kind of made that quite, you know, vibrant and everyone was getting involved. So I just hope that the energy comes back and it's the same fury that people had when we all saw that video of George Floyd in fighting racism within our society. If that could come back, I think we'd be able to eradicate it faster than we even think. So then Priscilla, how can we get that energy back? One, I think just like if the energy died during the, I mean, everything that happened, everyone, everyone is starting to forget about it. So for one, this Black History Month can help. During this Black History Month, you can just bring up the energy back and, you know, make it flow from the Black, from this October, even on up to um, nearest future. One of the things that we mentioned, Tabitha, in last year's podcast was I asked what white people can do to be better allies to the black community. Have you seen any changes of that again over the last 12 months? Yeah, definitely. I think there has been a, a, a big shift, particularly with people who I have been in contact with or people who've come and asked me questions about what can we do better? How can we be better if it's within the university or within my own social circles? So I think there has been a big shift and people are actually coming together and actually educating themselves, which was even our theme for last Black History Month, for people to educate themselves on these matters, because without education, you don't know what you're fighting for. Priscilla, where do you see Black History Month going in the next five, ten years? If it continues like this, I, I feel like Black History Month will become something everyone will want to involve in. Even those that are not involved in it right now, everybody will, you know, celebrate it, everybody will embrace it, and it will become something everyone is celebrating, not just the black people now. Every everyone, both the whites, everybody will be part of it. I think right now is already being celebrated by the Asian and every other person. So I, I see it getting better in the next 10. So if we do want to get involved with Black History Month at GCU, where can we go? Where are the resources? Where are the links that we can go to find out more? The easiest way to find out events is on our social media our GCU students are social, social media pages so on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of them are just GCU students. And if you're not on social media, there's our website, which is www.gcustudents.co.uk. So you could go there and look at events and they'll all be placed there. Also, if you have any of the contacts of your full-time officers, you can get in touch with us and we'll be happy to you know, signpost you to the right place to go, as well as any of the other university ch channels because we are working with the university to have a collaborative Black History Month. So Student Life will be posting, Glasgow University social medias will be posting as well. So there's lots of places you can find out what's happening for Black History Month. 
Excellent. That's good to hear. And I wish you the very best of luck going forward for the month ahead. But before we finish up, I'd like to ask you a bit about how your roles are going within the Students Association. Tabitha, I know I keep referring back to the podcast that we did last year, but you had taken up your role in the middle of lockdown and you didn't really get the chance to have that full full time officer experience. How are you finding now, you're about a third of the way through your, your second year, how are you finding things this time around? Well, it's, it's interesting because now we're doing the hybrid slash blended working. So we're in the office a few days a week and we're still working from home. But I think it's, it's been interesting to be in the office and working and actually seeing people in real life and actually saying, oh, this is how Priscilla looks in real life. This is how Craig looks. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I only thought they were half a human, but <laughs> it's, 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 good. it's been good to be on campus. It's been, an, it's been a good challenge. I've maintained my role as last year. So it's been fantastic working with the School of Health. Uh, there's been a few new things, so I'm still learning and getting the grip of all of that. But overall, it's been fantastic. It's been good to be on campus, finally, because that's what, that's what we wanted from the beginning. Yes. It's the pandemic that ruined it, but it's been good interacting with students physically. And I've been being able to talk to them and seeing the campus back to being vibrant. It's really good. What about yourself, Priscilla? Have you found that you were elected to your role in June? How's the first couple of months been? Well, uh, it has been great, really, because, I mean, we started online. And then coming back on campus, I really felt, you know, very happy. The first, I remember the first time I saw Adio and Olivia, I couldn't recognize them. That's part of the fact that we've been, you know, <laughs> having meetings online. But, you know, seeing everybody makes it easier. You know, you can communicate better when you're seeing somebody. So, I mean, seeing all these students on campus, it makes life easier. So, I, I mean, I'm really happy that we could do the whole hybrid, hybrid working thing. I've been, I'm enjoying it. So what are your hopes then for the rest of the year? Okay, so for the rest of the year, I mean, I really have high hopes, um, you know, seeing every of our objectives, both team and personal objectives coming to pass, and then having to let students have their, you know, great student experience. At the end of the year, want students really saying, yes, I really experienced better this year. So those are my hopes, actually. So what about yourself, Tabitha? This will be your final year when you're eligible to take part with the Students Association. What happens next? What happens next? That's a very hard question to answer. You know, you never know what will happen. My plan wasn't even to be here for two years. So <laughs> who, who, who knows what will happen next? However, I think the plan is to potentially go back and do my master's, maybe at GCU. So maybe you're not getting rid of me yet. So I'm making, I'm making plans to do my master's and seeing where my psychology career will take me because that's what I studied so looking forward to getting back to the field of psychology and helping people in that way. Excellent well listen it was very good to catch up with both of you and I hope we'll get the chance to see you again face to face on campus. It really does make such a big difference now that we're able to embrace this hybrid working model and spend time with people who will have talked to a lot through the screen but not had the chance to, to see face to face so I look forward to doing that and as I said earlier best of luck with the month ahead for Black History Month it really sounds like a fantastic initiative and I hope everyone who's listening can, can take part in and learn a bit more so thank you very much both of you for joining me today I really appreciate your time thank you I'd also like to thank everyone for listening to this episode and I hope you'll join us again next time when we'll be talking to another member of the GCU community about some of the brilliant work that goes on at the university in the meantime please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode you'll find us on Apple Podcasts Spotify and pretty much everywhere else until the next time I've been Craig Telfer and this has been the Common Good Podcast